Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and it's poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is Locals Only Day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elfin and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you can have mimosas and Bloody Marys for a mere $5.00. Come on down to Elfin and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there. We really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. And spread the word of MindGap Podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. Mind Gap Podcast. high in here. I never little, thought I would say that. A little hot? A little hot. Coming a little hot? Coming a little hot. I can feel the air. I can hear the air moving. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's what you're that's supposed normal. to do. Oh, that's, that's normal. Oh, never mind. That's the blood flowing through my ears. Yep. That's all good. That just means you have circulation, Doug. Okay. That, that means your circulatory system is working. I can hear the universe. <laughs> it's no, whis- that's it's the preceding. <sighs> that's the notice that the snow trog is coming. <laughs> snow trog is coming. Can you hear the universe? <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. The snow, snow truck's coming. Oh, boy. Pickled herring. Pickled herring for all! Pickled herring, indeed. Woo! Boy, I'm sweaty. <laughs> but I really, like, it, what else is new? I take offense to that. I don't. It's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. How uh, about sweat? Doug was asking me what kind of lawyer you were. And I was like, I know one. he's well, besides, yeah. I was more aggressive about it than that, but yeah. that's fine. What kind of lawyer is he? What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of lawyer is this guy coming in here acting all like he knows law? Yeah. yeah. First, first of all, Adam, how do you pronounce your last name? Smestad. Smestad. Yeah. It's uh, it's, Nor- it's Norwegian. Nobody ever gets it right. Everybody just like it's brain fart. I either get, I get like people cop out and they just say Smith. That's Which Smith? I get that no. you might not know how to pronounce Smestad, but you know how to spell Smith. <laughs> I would argue so, that, yeah. 
But yeah, so it's that's, uh, it's Norwegian. Uh, that's it just, a lack of confidence. And it really is. I demand people to try harder. Yeah, Justin thought it was pronounced Johnson. A little, it was closer. What's right? <laughs> I mean, at least I'm kind of in the right area yeah. of the world. It's Norse Smith. for Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So it's good. Smestad. All right, you, cool. Nice. You have no idea how many Smestads are in the uh, the Nordic region of the world. Two. Yeah. 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 A very common name. Of the There's state, not a lot of people up of there, the St. Louis Smesteds. Oh, nice, yeah. very cool. No, I googled. So I googled my own name once, and there was there's a kid. There was a 15 year old kid named Adam Smested who won. No, he wasn't 15. He was 13. He won the uh, Pinewood Derby in like this little tiny little town in Wisconsin. How about and that? And he had his picture in the cover of the local newspaper, and his uh, freaking like shirt was coming out through his fly. <laughs> On the cover of the newspaper, not and I wanted to write, write, like write him and be like, on behalf of the other Adam Smestads, get your act together, kid. Well, <laughs> You're not representing like, our brand. Well. I know. Yeah. I don't want people to be like, I saw you when you were. No, well, that. I mean that's fair, but Justin, real quick, can you pull up a Doug Cochran, the real oh, Doug Cochran? I have another shit. Doug Cochran out there that I've known about since 2000, 2001, and this this glorious website that does exist. Is it .net? It might be .net. Yep, Ooh. that's it. Yeah, I want so, you to take a look at this you guy. Just, you just, uh, for anyone twitching right now, take a moment and look this up. Uh, we did I'm going to go to his portfolio here. We did a whole episode. We did a whole this. episode on this. Oh, yeah, he deserves a whole episode. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, this guy right here is just... And then this one, like, a lot of Scottish things going on here, swashbuckling, and then <laughs> just motorcycle dude. Is he an actor, or is this just, like, stuff he likes? Oh, he's an <laughs> He's an actor. <laughs> Do you not see with what his a great little question? Scarf? What's it say? It's, it looks like just a, the weirdest assortment of headshots I've ever no, seen. No, that's, that's such an honest question. Is he an actor? Or is this just stuff he likes? These are just <laughs> oh, hobbies. Oh, he has a resume. Yes, and it, it with a rotating gallery of pictures on it. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a baritone. Just putting that out there. Of course, and, he's also uh, good with coupling. His special skills. One of his special skills is. Oh, wait a second. Partnering? Tell me he did not. Oh, it's partnering. Partnering, okay, not coupling. Because I was like, I don't see it on here. Did he update this? Partnering. Yeah, partnering. I'm really good at partnering. Right. I don't know what that means. Today's, you- today's podcast is sponsored by <laughs> DougCochran.net. Yes. <laughs> what if and you- poop.com. <laughs> <laughs> when, when DougCochran.net doesn't get you what you're looking for, poop.com. Poop.com. What would you say <laughs> partnering is if you had to, if you were, if you were interviewing him? And he, and, he, said, and he was like, oh, I'm really skills. good at partnering. partnering. What would your first takeaway be of that? Besides uh, asking him, the fuck does that mean? The first, like if I was just going, the first thing that came to my mind yeah. would be if they were having a line dance and he was just making sure that everybody had like a, a dance partner. That's <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind. Very logistical. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Sort of like, got to make sure. Justin, what do you think partnering means? I Well, partnering, I think, was in a very similar context. Yeah. I was like, oh, he, he, he matches people up on like speed dating. Okay. Oh, like, yeah, could, yeah. He, it was like, oh, yeah, you two are partners. You fuck. You go fuck now. <laughs> are, you, are you Googling it? I am. I think it, for some reason, when I think of partnering, I just imagine he is behind another person. He has their hand on their hips, and they are just, like, swaying back and forth. That's the only thing. I, that person's facing forward. He's behind them, and they're just... Is this consensual? Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. People on the street. Just And they're just... Well, here's the, the thing. Partnering. To both of your uh, both of your theories, he also uh, one of his special skills is choreography and cheerleading. Ah, well, yeah, and lifts and throws. So you guys might not be far off on that. No, I think it might be lifts and throws of 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 whatever. Yeah, I just I lift. I can lift things, and then once I have them up, I can throw them. 
Bad yeah. news, guys. I, I can't find a definition. You can't find a definition. So. <laughs> I am very tempted to email this individual and just go, hey, man, I've been, for years, I've been wondering, what is partnering? Uh, you've already, what is this? You've already emailed him once and he hasn't, re- he hasn't replied. So. Oh, he's very busy. He is a busy right. guy. Have you seen he's, his resume? It's very. Right. He's busy lifting and throwing and <laughs> choreographing things. And also taking naps in the sun on the couch. That's right. That's my favorite one. <laughs> just like, ooh, you caught me sleeping. I was so tired doing this headshot. My shirt's off. Hey, casting directors, are you doing a show about a guy sleeping? Check it out. Check, Check it, it out. out. Look, you want to see my lazy look? It's like, it's nice to have the sun on my chest like a kitty cat, but it's too hot for a shirt. So. Listen to me purr. Meow. Um, tell us, tell Doug, we know each other through Chicago HR. High five. High five. Yay! And uh, tell uh, tell I uh, guess tell the story of like how that came about and what that is because we've only ever had uh, Gavin on here was the only other yeah. Chicago HR. Oh, Hurley! So, yeah, that's right, Gavin O'Hurley. Hurley. Um, studying film in London. Ah, uh, The uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was actually started at uh, Second City. It was a class uh, uh, creating our own web series. It was like the first time they ever did it. Uh, and so it was just a bunch, the uh, eight of us um, who were taking classes to, you know, write and develop and produce and make stuff. And uh, we ended up coming up, we had to come up with an idea for a web series. And the original one we had um, was totally different and it went off the rails real quick. So we had to come up with like a new, a new idea on the spot. And uh, somehow somebody came up with like, like, well, let's follow some people who are like an HR and then somebody threw it out and said, well, like, only if they do it, like, cop style. And we went, that's awesome. <laughs> and then we came up with this idea and, like, ended up writing it and developing it. And then Justin was nice enough to come out, come in and film it and do the sound and the editing and, and, and 90% of the produ- production, probably. Um, and we did. And then we decided we wanted to do a second season, uh, you know, because these were characters you really needed to follow. Oh, yeah. Figure out where they went. Yeah. Um, and Too many questions were left up in the air. In season one, you had to figure out where they went in season two. Yes, yeah. and there's been potential How discussion. How did the poop get on the ceiling, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fitting because Doug's wife is in HR. And so every ah. time we went, I would always, I would, I've, I wanted to mine her for some uh, some potentials Dude, for. put her on as like a credit for like, what do you call right? that? Consultant. Like, consultant, <laughs> yeah. HR consultant? consultant, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. When we have poop on the ceiling, this is what we do. <laughs> so this is an OSHA violation. Jill, tell so. me about any stories where you've had poop on the ceilings, and how have you dealt with that in a real work environment? Oh, man. The yeah. stories she could tell. She hasn't had any poop stories, but she's had her own. Her own journey that right. she's her own shitty stories. Indeed, if I'm going to put that out there, yeah. Do you remember what the first the first one was? What the first, the one that went the off the rails? Yeah, thank you. Oh, was, the first oh yeah. the first idea. I was going to ask him that too. Um, I was like, let's talk yeah, about that. Yeah, the first idea was about a life coach who like was really jaded and needed her own life coach, um, <laughs> but like. I don't know how, man, but one of the, there was an episode that was pitched where like somebody was an astronaut going to the moon who took her advice and it was it was bad, and so you know on a budget of nothing, <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna do that. So I, I mean, we had I think every every episode had like two or three different characters that weren't in any other episode, so there was gonna be like a ton of cat. It was just gonna be crazy. Just logistically, yeah. wasn't gonna work. So yeah, we, it came to the point where they were like, how about let's come up with something like real easy. <laughs> And that's where that that where that's Smart. where that came from. Yeah, so. grounded in a real environment. I actually just listened to a podcast recently. It was uh, two guys that created. I think it's a show called Corporate. Yes, 
that show, I am so pissed that I did not come up with that because I hear it's fantastic. It is like if you've ever worked in an office, it is everyday life in an office. Well, the, the two like, guys that heightened, cre- of course. The but. two guys that created it were talking about when they were writing episodes how they they would just go for whatever was funny, and they wouldn't realize that later on they're like, oh, the funniest part is you know this character is going to be in his underwear in the desert, and then months later they're like, uh, we're going to be here for five hours in our underwear in the desert because <laughs> this is the funniest thing, right. but we're not considering like. Like what this is going to mean? Like we're actually going to have to have a budget for it, right? And, gonna, and they're actually they're like we're literally fucking here doing this, and right. someone's in their underwear in the desert. Like this is amazing. <laughs> so they actually feel they went through with that. Portion. Oh yeah, because I feel like that's the kind of thing in writing when you hit those and you're like, that's a limitation. How can I? How can I get around? How can I write around that? And that's yeah. I think that's really for me. That's where a lot of. Um, a lot of the, the the brilliant moments happen, like where yeah. you really dig in. You're like, okay, let's get in in you know, let's dig in and figure out how we can how we can make this happen. How yeah. we can make this possible? Yeah, yeah. Or what can we write that will take place of that? Or yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure there's some things that's like, oh, well, it'd be hilarious if an asteroid hits the Earth, and we can't really do that. But start there, right. you know, and just like how what is the funniest option here? Because right. there's too, I'm a, like I get like I know, but there's too much laziness out there. Tell us about oh, it. Yeah. Come on, Grandpa Doug. It's, it's, it's too lazy out there with these kids these days and kids, these fucking assholes who are just like, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's the most we can get for the least amount of money? Which part of me I can't argue with, right? I mean, That's what you want, right? It. Yeah. I mean, the most for the least amount of effort. It's, it's how you go. But when I see, you know, just stuff get farted out there and I'm like, look, man, I'm not a writer. I'm barely a performer. Uh, but I'm like, I'll give you an example. And this this is not knocking and you know anything like that. But I'm trying to do better because all I do with podcasts is for entertainment. I was like, you know what? Someone sent me a list of like all these cool like corporate training podcasts. I'm like, you know what? I need to spend a certain amount of time each week listening to like industry news. Sounds turn, terrible. I turn on the podcast. <laughs> like, there's a topic. I'm like, this sounds interesting. I turn on the podcast. It's shitty fucking quality. Right. I was like, yeah. what is this? I was like, you guys, come on now. Just the audio quality itself? I was like, or? it's 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 not like someone talking in a bathroom or something like yeah. that on their iPhone. But I'm like, guys, you can do better than this. I was like, we could do be- I could do better than this. Right, we like, do better yeah. than this. I was like, how the fuck are you guys doing this? This right. is horseshit. And I get so mad. I'm like, I can't fucking listen to this. Yeah. This is bullshit. Right. And I get mad. I was like, come on. You can do better than that. You guys create content for a living and you can't fucking record it right? Right. Get it right. And then... You talk about comedy, and it's just like lazy, lazy stuff. And it's, I don't know, I get, I get kind of upset about that. <laughs> it's a needless to say. Yeah. I get upset about it. And yeah. everyone, every, you know, everyone has their own things, and, you know, whatever. Whatever's funny is funny. But, you know, I just, I look at some of this stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's an easy road. Yeah. You know, and if there's one thing I've learned from doing that stuff, it's like, once you find the easy one, can you go two or three levels deeper than that and find the even funnier part? Because yeah. I see so many lazy ass memes out there. Oh yeah, and lazy ass cartoons. Well, I mean, Instagram that, is full of ugh. full of those like Vine style yeah. videos that are just super fucking lazy. Well, I mean, you give you give anybody a camera and everybody thinks they're funny because they said a fart joke once, and then you know all of a sudden you get there's yeah. Now everything that I ever put out on there is hilarious. Oh, it's, oh, it's really gold. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah, really absolute um, gold. <laughs> I'm doing a. I have my. Um, Continuing uh, legal education credits or my reporting periods doing I do this uh, this summer, so I'm doing a lot of like online seminars now. It's the same thing. So the legal ones are freaking terrible. Oh, I bet those are just the and, worst. Well, because lawyers, regardless of who you are, they are generally uncomfortable appearing on TV. Yeah, like ninety percent of them. Like any, sure. any commercial, yeah. 
There's a great one where this guy looks normal and he's talking to you and he's doing the whole thing like, have you been hurt in a car accident? And that's, but like he kind of appears natural until the end and he just does this thing where his armory goes, Ugh. and it like, it just kills him. Uh, it's for those terrible. who couldn't see that, he did a very awkward like lock his arm in a U shape and was like, point. Yeah, I'll have money for you. <laughs> and it's, it's like, just, it's a uh, weird point and it yeah. like, it was 30 seconds of like, hey, this guy could be on TV. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Do you hey, think this it was guy's not too bold? Yeah. Do you think it's something he was like, we have to do it, or someone that was like, we got to get them. They need to understand that you can help them. He's like, <laughs> if you and point then to yeah. you do that. <laughs> someone said, point like you're in pain, right? And he was like, there you go. I yeah. forgot what to do with how. How do I point normally? Is it like this? <laughs> and it was a situation where they're like, that's the one we're choosing, right? Exactly. That's the one that, that made the cut. The, yeah, that as, was the best take. Yeah, that was the best take that we got out of this, guys. Well, it can, was a seven-hour day. Like, that's the best take we got. I got to the director where he's like, I really can't ask him to do this again. We're going to have to work with what we got. He's just not going to do it again. Guys, we're in danger of going OT on this. I can't, we can't pay overtime. For we this spent the last hour on this point alone. And this is just, it's not going to be worth it. Yeah. Just whatever is coming up next. Yeah, his shoulder was sore. He's getting bursitis just from like the repeated, <laughs> repeated points. And they're just like, that, the next one is in. Good. Got it. We got it, <laughs> and I get, and I, the thing is too is I get that stuff like that. It's out of some people's uh, wheelhouse, you know. Yeah. Like the, the, they have to do it, or you know, uh, in my line of work, I have legal folks that have to do trainings, and I'm sure shit not training their stuff. I was like, I, I, pff, I don't know how to train your legal stuff at all. I wouldn't dare do that. So they get up there, and I'm just like, Good lord, this is really hard to listen to. <laughs> I was like, Oh man. And the thing is, like, also they really believe in it. Like I oh, can yeah. tell, there's passion there. Like, if you do not do this, the legal liability that falls upon this company pursuant to the lease agreement in accordance with all state laws. <laughs> and you're just like, there's there's a lot happening there. And you're like, whoa. But I, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. You're yeah. Using, using words that are like, you know, pursuant to. And, and like, oh, I was like, oh, no. So like, I get it. But at the same time, I was like, well, you know what? We could probably cut that. You cannot cut this out. This, this is key. has to be an hour. I'm like. No, I mean, I could probably get it in 15. No, we must read this PowerPoint word for word. Therefore, it's a verbal contract because we've said it out loud. We've summoned the legal demons, and they will now be enforcing this. And I'm like, okay, I tell guess. Tell us about legal demons. Yeah, tell legal, me about uh, the legal demons. Let's talk about Faustus and his deal with the devil. Yeah, I got nothing on that. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, what, you never answered, though. What type oh, of lawyer what type are of you? Law? Yeah. Uh, I am um, in, uh, like, right, I, I, lit, I do litigation. I used to do personal injury for a long time. Uh, and then now I've just switched, and now I'm doing commercial litigation. Cool. So a lot of contract breaches and stuff. And, uh, yeah, less, uh, less interesting stories in the PI world, but a little bit more, uh, what do I say, like, uh, also, less crazy things that I have to deal with, which little, is nice. Little, little more a little stable. bit more stable, a little bit more predictable. Sure, like, yeah. yeah. It's so funny because when people are like, you know, I'm a lawyer. I've known a, a few lawyers in my time. Um, Brag. And, I, and I've always been like, oh, yeah, I have all the legal power <laughs> that I need. And it's always just like. <laughs> I know lawyers. It's, it's like, yeah, but what do you, I mean, there's so many different ways to specialize, you know, that oh, I, yeah. I'm like, man, it seems like endless what you could get into. It's kind of like, I'm a doctor. Okay, and what? <laughs> I mean, what do you specialize in? 
uh, I don't know, I'm just a doctor. Music okay. stuff. You know, it's yeah. like, what part of the body do you specialize in, medical doctor? You know, and it's like, I'm a toe doctor. I'm like, that's interesting. Um, you know, so the same thing with, you know, legal stuff. It's, you know, it can get so specific. And I'm assuming, like, when you try to change or switch, I mean, it takes probably takes a little bit of... Oh, the learning curve is crazy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I generally get, I get the general principles, which is fine. And then it's just, well, it's just finding out the specific like statutes and whatever and, and the little niches about how this area law and these courts do their thing and whatever and I'm losing everybody right now no you're not um, <laughs> Doug, Doug's already like I could do this yeah. in 15 minutes I'm in it I can yeah. do it in 15 minutes uh, yeah so it's just the learning curve is, uh, is interesting but uh, I, you know I got less it's more it's more professional uh, setting, and I don't have the jokes. People don't make the jokes anymore where they're like you should have an advertisement you know on your name on the side of a bus because that was P.I. Now I'm no longer the guy chasing the ambulances. No, no one does that for criminal or uh, for commercial, commercial litigation. No. no, yeah. Yeah, where would you advertise? For, you know, obviously on the sides of buses and stuff because, you know, someone could get hurt and then they're like, there's the bus, call it right now. I mean, where's a good place to advertise for commercial litigation? I have no idea. Like, what, industry publications? I don't Pens? Know. Because yeah. people are yeah. signing contracts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like I put my name on a couple pens. You know, I think it's a little easier to get a guy because, like, if you got a personal injury thing, like you have to be at the right time when that person get in a car accident. Like, yeah. you have to be there. Yeah. Um, so it's either really cast a real wide net or just like have a lot of friends and have a lot of contacts that right. people can refer to you to. Yeah. Um, with like business, at least you know you know that's a business right there. At some point in time, they're going to have some guy suing them for a contract. Right. Mm-hmm. I can go over to them and say, when it happens, you got me. I mm-hmm. know where you're at. I know where you're going. Yeah. Cool. You know, and it's a little easier that way, but um, I think there's a little bit more competition. And those are where all the like, really, 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 really big law firms are too. Uh, that makes sense. So I think they're expecting a lot of like, uh, you know, three three floors at the top of the at the top of some skyscraper. Sure, right, right. Like all this crap, all this stuff that we yeah. don't have. Yeah. But yeah. did you, uh, when you were doing PI, did you uh, make friends with a lot of really clumsy people? Like, if you saw someone <laughs> who was just like by nature a klutz, were you like, you and I are going to be best friends? <laughs> we, I didn't, but uh, so I, I had my own pra- my own practice with a partner of mine, and we actually joked because there was, I don't even know if it's still there, on. Uh, what was this? This would be on Clark, uh, ju- like a couple blocks south of Wrigley, like right across the street where the Houndstooth is right now. There was a giant, super deep, I mean, talking like a foot and a half deep hole in the middle of the sidewalk <clears throat> that was probably about foot to ankle, like, Jesus. width. Just right there in the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah. And we were, like, joking because we were like, maybe we should just, like, pull up a chair here. <laughs> Some summer, you know, have, bring some food, bring some yeah. snacks, and like a couple cards. And because people are jogging up the street all the time, I'm like, someone's gonna biff it in this thing. <laughs> At the very and, least, put a sign in there with your it. contact yeah. information. Right. You better, it's like, have you been hurt by this hole? <laughs> it's like this personal hole. injury lawyer, right. you know, just right here. Just and there's saying. just an arrow that points to you sitting in the chair. And it's like, just like, hey, did you see my yeah, sign? Yeah, are you, yeah. 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 Right looks like your ankle looks terrible. Here's a hot dog. Also, let's go get you taken care of. Like you know, here's yeah. a hot dog. Yeah. Hey, that sucks about your ankle. Have a hot dog. You want to sue somebody? <laughs> well, it's 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 a plus one, Justin. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and, but I, how do you answer the question of like, why didn't you tell me about that before I fell in? I was well, I was uh, getting your hot dog. Ready. I was getting, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, it's not my business until now. Yeah, now it's my business. And I'm here's legally, a hot dog. I'm legally unqualified to help you until after you're hurt. That's, That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
and I'm, I'm not a preventative lawyer. I'm Ill- illegally allowed to give you that required to give you this, <laughs> meaning that I'm not required to. But here's a hot dog. Here's a hot dog. Right. Hot dog is key to the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> hot dogs make everything better. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah. yeah me too. I love them. Transitioning out of PI into con- or, uh, commercial litigation is not the only career you do, though. No. Well, no. Uh, nobody no, no, pay, nobody pays me. Career. Yeah, nobody pays me for the other one. Right. You don't uh, need to get paid to have a career. Yeah. No, There's I, a lot of people who have a career, like, with an art career out there. Talk to Justin and I about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the, uh, with the, with the Chicago HR thing, and so uh, right about that time, which was about a year and a half ago or so, I started um, actually trying to do what I always wanted to do, which was like write and direct and make, uh, make movies and, and, and uh, media content like that. Yeah. So I started with, um, I went to Second City, did a couple of writing classes, wrote some, wrote some scripts, did the Chicago HR thing. I've been working on, uh, as a production assistant in various <clears throat> capacities and crew on different like commercial shoots and TV shoots and, um, I even got an acting gig actually this last weekend. That was interesting. Oh, nice! nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Are uh, you allowed to talk about? It? Can you say what it was for? I don't know that I can talk about it. That's uh, fair. But um, it, it suffices to say, the I knew one of the producers very well because I'd worked on this as a crew member a lot, and and, and she called me up and said like we had an actor that that uh, fell through. Do you want to do it? And I said, Yeah, sure. <laughs> and she not? goes, yeah. I know how much you like acting. And I said, What? Because uh, yeah, like, I'm here to she help goes, well, you. I saw you in Chicago HR when I, I was playing Bald Larry in uh-huh. one scene where I had to run. <laughs> it really was. I, that was it. it was and no she lines, goes, no for some reason, that translated into you really like acting. And I, my 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 caveat was like, I'll do it if a I don't have to emote at all, right? And b <clears throat> like I have less than like five lines. Mm-hmm. And she was like, four lines, and you're just like a guy. And I went, all right, I can play that. I can be a guy. I can play yeah. that. I'll yeah. do that. I would love it if it, like, the role was some, it was an integral turning point in the story. It was a four-page <laughs> monologue where you had to cry <laughs> and also be drunk at the same time. Yeah. Your mother and the rest of your family have all died. Right, exactly. And you just, walk, you just walked into the room. How did you pitch me for this? Also, I just ran out of the room in my web series. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, what? no, but you, yeah. I feel like I saw it. You were, you were scared in that. In the in the in Chicago HR, yeah, oh, yeah, I saw it in your eyes. Yeah, you well, pull it off. That was that was a scary. She was she was uh, she was scary. Yeah, yeah, she was scary. It was good. Do you it think you're, do you think you're a good fit for this role? Uh, for uh, I thought I mean I did I did for all right. Guy number one. It was uh, a lot of it was is it was it was a cop. I was playing a cop. Nice. And, uh, people kept uh, they put me in the, the full uniform. I had like the flak jacket and everything, and. Um, and people on set they were like, "You look the part." And I'm like, "It's because I'm a white guy with a shaved head." <laughs> I got some facial hair. That's it. You know? yeah. yeah. That really is it. I'm like, I just, yeah. Put me, I mean, I can play. Yeah, right. I, like, we are, you're a white guy with shaved head. I am. We all look alike, apparently. Yeah, apparently we it's do. It's interchangeable. I've it's got, so funny. People used to tell me I look like Phil Collins, which is the worst thing in the world. Because <laughs> nobody ever, I love you, Phil Collins. Nobody I ever. Don't. Nobody ever has said, you know who's attractive? <laughs> Phil Collins. Yeah, right. Never been said. <laughs> yeah, no. Never Not been said. Yeah, I heard a funny. Like say you, that's like saying you look like Steve Buscemi. Like, say oh, I act like Steve Buscemi. Yeah, that's great. Right. He's a good actor. You yeah. look like him. Mm, thanks, because he's sorry. known for his looks. I know. I heard a hilarious story about uh, a comedian, Burt Kreischer. I don't know if you're familiar with yes. him at all. He, Is he uh, the shirtless guy. Yes. Yeah. The machine. I was watching him. Yeah, I was watching that on. Uh, uh, yeah, on the online. That was funny. Yeah, he's a funny dude, and he was telling a story about <coughs> how he apparently was cast in the show The Shield, didn't audition at all. They're like, we want you for this part. And he's like, cool. And uh, he was a cuckold. 
<laughs> which means that basically he uh, he got aroused by watching his uh, significant other uh, have sex with a black man, and so he uh, he, he was like. And he didn't audition for it. He's like, cool. I just apparently looked this part. So uh, wow. How do you take that? How do you right? feel about that? Yeah. So, so he shows up to Thanks? set. Thanks. <laughs> he shows up to set, and like they're like, all right, action. So he's like playing this guy who's like watching his wife, you know, have sex, you know, with with another dude, and he's just like he's like puts his hand in his pants, and he's like playing with himself and stuff like that, and. Uh, this actress comes over and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, what is going on here?" And he's like, "What, what?" Like he's, he was like really confused and everything. And she's like, "He's playing with himself. I do not want to be on the same. I'm at, I, I'm not working with him. I'm not working with him." Bursts just like some nobody. He's like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit, did I read this wrong? Like, did I not understand what my character should be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. at all." He's like, like, "Hey, I made a choice." Yeah, he's like, "I'm not, I'm not an actor or anything." And it was uh, Michael Chiklis comes up. He was like directing that episode, and he comes over and it's like, "I'm so sorry. I didn't. I don't think. I, do I not know what I'm doing here? Like, he's I'm I'm not an actor." And Michael goes, "Ah, fucker." He's like, "Great choice. <laughs> like, it's a great choice." He goes, "Here's what we're gonna do. Do it he's again like, harder." He's, he's, like, he's like, "He's like, keep doing that." He's like, "We're gonna we're gonna film you." He goes, "Then we're gonna film her walking up. You're not gonna do anything, but we're gonna use the one with you playing with yourself. That's gonna be totally fine." <laughs> and that's what they did. That's awesome. Oh I was just god, like, I love that. I was like, oh my god! But I mean, how how much to be like? It, what would that feel like to be like? Yeah, cool. Hey, Doug. Uh, you right. Know, yeah. We want you to come on set. Don't need you to do anything. Um, you're gonna be a skinhead. Uh, you know, we just I, I think you can nail it. Right. I'm like. Th- Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. yeah, I guess. And then you go on set and make a very bold choice in that role, and everyone goes, "Whoa, Whoa. too far, buddy. Too, too far. far." I'm like, "What? You can't say that." <laughs> what? I'm this guy. <laughs> it was a choice. It wasn't me. It was my character. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I love it was everyone my here. <laughs> my voice gets really high. I love everybody here. <laughs> What is this? I don't know what this is. So why are you doing this? I just who I am. <laughs> I, I get really method. I'm not method right now. I'm method. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and uh, cool. We're gonna we're gonna call for the day, guys. We're gonna. Uh, hey. That's a wrap for uh, skinhead number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, no, let him go. We're gonna just talk about. Is he gone? All right, let's let's reset to one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, just because you're playing that role doesn't mean you get to use that word whenever you want to. All it's right? in the script. Yeah, it is, but not the way that you said it. <laughs> All right? Not the way that you shouted it. Right. Yeah, seriously. Like, there like was... you, you were waiting to say that. Like yeah. You've been waiting your whole life to shout that. We it had... was in the script, but it wasn't your line. <laughs> also, we did not. We haven't called action yet. Yeah, right? I'm just doing warm-ups. Right. No, I don't think that's needed. You were sitting no. in the makeup chair. Yeah. I was getting into character. They did that. They did that on, it was on Saturday Night Live. It was a bit where they were doing about the auditions for uh, um, for 12 Years a Slave. Oh, geez. Or no, um, for not 12 Years a Slave, uh, for Tarantino's. Um, oh, the Hateful Eight? Yeah, no, no, no. the um, Django and Django Chain. And, okay. mm-hmm. and they had they had this bit where they had like these people they were auditioning for uh, auditioning for like the slave owners and all those people. Oh, God. And they were on set. Uh, they're they're in the audition room and they're there and they're getting ready. And he's like, I, I'm on, I'm uncomfortable saying the word. They're like, No, no, it's totally cool. And the cameraman is a black guy, just like leans over. <laughs> Just like stared at him. He's like, uh, are you, are you, are you sure? It's, uh, no. Yeah. Can you imagine that though? How hard that would be? Like, oh, yeah. I, I think about that often, especially in Tarantino films. I'm like, oh. I don't know how it, it just, it, 
in, immediately feels uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't know if I'd be able to stay in character and deliver that with the oomph that it needs, and it's very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. even in Twelve Years a Slave, when uh, oh yeah, I can't remember that that guy's name, but you know, he sings a song during that clap in his hands about mm-hmm. saying, you know, run n word run, yeah. and he was just like so awful. I'm like, ah, oh, he had to learn that song, right? You know, and yeah. sing it, yeah, and be like, I'm yeah. in your face, <laughs> sing it. I'm like, ah. Oh. And to like mean it, right? Yeah. To really mean it, yeah. I mean, you've got to again. If you're if you're Gross. acting and you're doing the doing the part justice, then you have to make people believe that that is you saying. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but at the same time, not feels, be too over the top, right? To have like that's a, that person was so insecure <laughs> with themselves and everything, and they're like, well, I can take it out on this person. Yeah. And oh, yeah. No, I can't. Can you imagine preparing for that? I know. Time to I be very, a piece of shit, right? You know? <laughs> God. I feel like, and that's why I feel like you have to talk with your co-stars, and you have to be like, "Look, like, are 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 you okay? Am I okay? Let's let's just let's talk. Let's get to know each other." Yeah. So we like, you've got to have that. You've got to build that trust and that bond. And yeah. Oh God, help if there's a method person. They're like, starting now, I'm going to treat you like a three fifths of a person. Right. It's yeah. Like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Like, I've just well, I've thought about that with uh, with either like uh, romantic scenes or anything oh. like that too. Like just yeah. that, that awkwardness of like, how do you how do you broach that? How do you get yeah. through that first? Like again, do you just spend time and and get get to know each other, and then you talk about it? Do you rehearse it? Do you like? It's just it's such a it's such a weird aspect of the industry that I am in that I just still don't fully wrap my head around. Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah the, the the sex scenes and the love scenes and stuff, especially because there's always a scene. There's always talking about like there's some some actor and they'll ask they'll get asked about it on like a talk show, and they always say so, there's every one of them has a story where they're like my girlfriend at the time or my boyfriend at the time or my husband or my wife was on set, right? When I'm supposed to be doing this scene where I'm, yeah, making yeah. out with, with whomever, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can tell my wife would not be happy. Right? Yeah. Oh, you're sitting out there. You're just making out with a smoke show on camera, and you're just like, "Cut! Awesome! Cool! Good job! Yeah. High five! Hey, honey! Hey, honey. Like, yeah. don't you fucking touch yeah. me! Yeah. Get away! Oh, well, not only well, it's so funny because I did that. I mean, I would have a hard time the opposite way too. In fairness, like, oh, yeah. if I, I'd just be like, I don't know oh, how yeah. I feel about this. Yeah. Like, well, no, that but- you looked into it. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, I'm doing my job. Well, that's the thing too, is because. Even if you don't, what's even harder is if you don't like the person. Sure. Yeah. But you still have to convey that. And I took a couple acting classes at Second City, and a couple of things that I learned from that was one of them was um, you have to find something about that person. To, to like? It's either like their eyes, it's their mouth, it's their nose. Something about them has to trigger something for you that that's what you hyper-focus on to emote and find that yeah, thing that you really, really okay. want. And because they'd be like, I fucking I'd be like, I think they're ugly. I don't like their personality. But you have to cut through that and be like, how do I find that one thing that I can focus on? And I just, I was in, I think it was acting too. And one of the scenes that I did, it ended with the two people having sex. Now, obviously, we was acting level two, but the idea was that we were supposed to kiss. So we were bare-assed by the end. <laughs> so I was like, and, and it was so weird because a part of me was like, I feel like to make this scene work, because the whole thing was, it was, uh, Separated husband and wife, mm-hmm. and uh, the husband had come back, and uh, his wife wasn't expecting him to be there, and whatever. And they start fighting, and in the midst of them fighting, they both get turned on, and then it ends with like like him screaming at her, and then they kiss, and then they kind of go into it. I could never like get up the part to do the kiss. I even told my wife, I'm like, look, this scene involves a kiss. I was like, I think we we have to do it. I just couldn't get myself up there. I, so many times we would rehearse, we rehearsed. I was like, I'm not, we're not, I can't even breach, I can't even broach the subject. Yeah. It's too weird. How, yeah. so it's too weird. How did Jill respond when you she talked was about like, it? 
okay. Like, she wasn't yeah. like, yay! You know, yeah, right, right. it was... Well, I can't imagine, yeah, to be yay, but, like, it, was it was it a, I get it, but, uh, meh. I was like, I was telling her, I go, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. uh, I'm not good at acting, so yeah. this isn't something I feel comfortable going up to my scene partner and being like, so... We got a kiss, right? And our <laughs> our our teacher didn't necessarily walk us through it because I did a. a, a, a <laughs> he walks through it, dude. Hey, you uh, you, you realize there's a kiss at the end of this? Hey, <laughs> he starts dimming the lights. Right. <laughs> so we gotta talk about it. Gotta do this or what? what? <laughs> um, and the thing was like I, I spent a lot of time with my scene partner to. I feel like we did very well because we spent a lot of time on yeah. it. Yeah. And um, but I was like I couldn't I couldn't do that part. But and I was also feel like I needed to tell her right away because I didn't want her to be like, like expecting like this is where we're going with it. And you're like I can't. Or well, I, I didn't want to tell my wife. Like oh, I jo- wanted to tell talk, my wife jo- right yeah. away because yeah. I was like I didn't want her to be like so. Tell me about your scene. Yeah. I'd be like oh yeah. yeah. You know, I was just like, I think there's something, but I don't know. Ah, super hot makeout sesh. Yeah, we yeah. suck tongues for like five fucking minutes. Well, it's funny because when I was Gross. in junior high, I did this <coughs> Shakespeare class over the summer, and this they put together sort of like a collection of scenes uh, from Much Ado About Nothing, and um, in it, uh, our, these two characters kissed, and I was like in eighth grade at the time. And uh, this girl that I was doing this with, she was like, I've never kissed a boy before. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You know, I was like, whatever. But we didn't. And the thing was, it was so, this camp is so much like no PDA. Like, you can't do anything. Yeah. And we're being told that we have to kiss each other. We, like, didn't understand anything about it. <laughs> so we were we were doing it. And we were, like, approaching it from such a romantic angle. That's not who these characters were at all. Right, right. And we were like, I guess we got to do the kiss part now, don't we? <laughs> and we were just like. It's just not fair to put kids in that position. No. Yeah, and no, there's no, no. no guidance. And they pulled these scenes for us. Yeah. And so we, were, we would sit there and we were like. Peace, I will stop your mouth. And then we would just go and just lips would just sit there. (laughs) No movement. And then we just boom. And we're like, how'd you think that went? Like, I don't know. And then eventually our our coaches were like, no, these two are like, they they love each other, but they're also competitive with each other. So like what's going to happen is Doug's going to kiss you, but then you're going to be like, you're going to like it, but you're going to be like, no, 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 no. You don't kiss me. I kiss you. And then you kiss him back. And it was like two two quick things, and it was so much more fun that way, as yeah. opposed to like we have to be romantic in eighth grade, <laughs> right? And See, you've never kissed anyone before. This is weird. Yeah, that begs the question. So then, when later on, when you're telling the story of your life, when she's telling the story of your life, that's the, her first kiss. Technically, yeah. Yeah. does that still count then as her first real kiss when she's when she's telling the story of her life? Is she saying when's your, when was your first question. kiss? Is it to Doug in eighth grade in Much Ado, or is it you know? Whomever I don't know who, and I'm not going to make any assumptions. I, I would argue no, because I don't think there was anything behind it. Yeah, I, I would think a real kiss is when you you kiss like someone. They, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, t- technicality, sure. We <clears throat> touched lips, but I mean, she probably kissed her dad at some. Point. That didn't mean to sound. Oh like wow, that. wow. I can oh, it. Yeah. What I meant, what I meant <laughs> was, you yeah. know, kids kiss their parents yeah. and stuff like that. That's that, that doesn't count. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I, I doubt she looks back and finally goes, my first kissed. Doug Cochran, when we did Much Ado, and he's, I was Beatrice, and I can't remember my character's name, but, you know, I don't think that's how it goes down. <laughs> I don't think that's how it gets counted. That's not how, on the, uh, on the, uh, the old baseball record, that's on not the, how it gets counted. On the old baseball record. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, we have uh, we have a, a, someone chatting with us, uh, Chunk383. Uh, Love the name, Chunk. Uh, sent, sent us a little uh, image. Go ahead and just peer at the screen there. It says, do you like what you see? And it's a little little graphic, so yeah. Oh, it's a dick. Yeah, and not, balls. yeah. And then he asked me, "Do I feel superior in this group for having a full head of hair?" To which I replied, "Very much." So, <laughs> yeah, for that trunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's gonna get cast as either a cop or, or a, a racist? Nazi. <laughs> Us. That's I can't argue with that. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I mean, you could probably maybe do a cop. I, maybe like a rookie cop. Yeah. A, yeah. A Swedish yeah. cop. like this. Look at this rookie with a full head of fucking hair. Look at this idiot right here. <laughs> Should go get us a hot dog, Rook. Yeah, Rook. Stupid. <laughs> Did uh, thanks for the dick and ball pick. Yeah, appreciate it. We really appreciate that. Um, if that you, took some time. If you created that, well done, Chunk. Yeah, yeah. very well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we're twitching right now. Hey, so follow Mind Gap on Twitch. There's that. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Mind Gap Podcast. That, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. <coughs> so. I thought it was a butterfly. It looks like a weird, from my angle. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. That's a dick and balls. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I not, it's not, though. It's very much a dick and balls. That's why I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't curve. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't curve the way that it should. Well, no, it's going, uh, like, up and, like, it's, it's hooking like, up. Yeah. It's, it's not, like, usually there's a bend to it, you know? It, well, it's bending the wrong way. Yeah, it feels like yeah. it's bending the wrong way. It's, it's, it's pointing north. But it's got like a little bit of flaccidity it looks, to it. Yeah, that's exactly. It looks like it's a little like. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's sick. It's like yeah, like it was trying it's to do a pull the up. version of your eighth grade kiss. That's, exactly, that's, that's, it's, it's that. This is it's, perfect, Chunk. You actually embodied Doug's eighth grade kiss <laughs> play kiss perfectly. That looks very. It's, I'm, I'm trying to be into it, but not really. Uh, I, I, don't just, know, I don't can't get there. So, I don't know if it counts. Acting, acting brilliant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So if you uh, if you had your druthers, would you direct? Would you write? Like, what is the main thing that you're really? What into? the fuck does druthers mean? Are you going to look that up? Thank you. Yeah. If you had your druthers, I mean, a, a person's yeah. preference in a matter. Yeah. It's one of those things word. where I can use, but I can't define. I like it. It's like the word integrity. Yeah. Or alacrity. <laughs> or alacrity. Wow. Um, How about that, lawyer? I, yeah, no, I I I assumed you would assumed it was just a word that you made up, but um. <laughs> No, I would. I want to like honestly. Uh, uh, I actually like the what what like uh, Tarantino does, and and as nobody ever cites it, but Rob Zombie. Like, where I want to uh, be yeah. able to write my and write and make my own stuff. Um, not necessarily that, yeah. saying that it's going to be super ultra violent and whatever, but you know, I've got my own style. But right. I, I yeah, I want to be able to write and make my own stuff. You like the and, situation that they have. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. They write. He writes his own stuff. He makes his own stuff, and that's it. Um, yeah. That's that's the that's the dream. There's something beautiful about that to me because, um, uh, you know, sometimes you can get lost in your George Lucas's of the world. Who are like, I'm going to make my story, and you're like, don't. Yeah. Have people tell you no. But there's other times where people are like, look, I have a very specific story I want to tell. It's not necessarily going to be um, maybe it is mainstream, but maybe it's not. You know, but someone has an idea. They're like, I want to tell the story. I kind of like Jordan Peele. Yeah, yes, I've heard, yes, I've heard his, yeah. his next movie is wonderful. It's us? getting yeah, I've heard us is fantastic. It's, uh, I think one hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. Right I've heard now. everyone being South like, South they're like, this is not a sophomore slump. This is an amazing yeah. film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh god, I sat and I watched, uh, I watched Get Out. That Oof. that was as a, as a, I'm, I, God, I, it's such this is such an egotistical thing to say, but as a writer, um, I but like from that perspective, God, that was brilliant. Yeah. Just. 
to come up with that idea and the way we pulled it off and it was like it was funny and scary and yeah absolutely it was great really really good yeah my my favorite moment was two favorite moments in that movie because uh in case you guys don't know i am a white man so my experience with the black experience is uh nothing uh but my two favorite moments in it were when the very beginning of the movie uh when uh they hit the deer and the cop comes and and pulls him over and immediately starts like asking the main character for his license and stuff and you're like oh this is some bullshit this guy's like wait what are you doing where's your stuff and his girlfriend's like what the fuck are you doing you can't do that (laughs) he's like i'm used to it and at the end of the movie uh minor spoilers when the cops show up normally as a white person you're like yay as a black person uh you're like fuck the cops are here this isn't gonna go well and i was like whoa he made me feel that. Yeah. Like, normally would, would be like, yes. Now I'm like, oh, I have an inkling of what that's like. And I was like, well played. Yeah. Everybody well in the played. theater at that time, when that cop showed up at the end, everybody in the theater went, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to get people all on the same so page, yeah. emotionally and mentally, to understand that fear, it's like, god damn, well done. Yeah, really well done. Good. Really yeah. good. Love yeah. it. Sorry, I'm just uh, Angry Taco is on here. Hey. And he said, uh, he says, hey, hello, guys. I'm a gay supporter guy. Laugh out loud. I'm literally gay, and I support streams that have zero views. So thank you. Hey. Thank you hey. for uh, bumping us up. And actually, technically, we have 53 views. So but you know what? There's that. I respect that, and thank you for checking us out. Yeah. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Angry that. Taco. Also love that name. That's yes. awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking in. <clears throat> so uh, in the... Uh, in the 11th hour of our podcast here, doot, doot, doot. Um, wanted to pivot to asking you, since you are a writer, director, and that's kind of the, the world that you're growing into now, um, we, uh, we're, we're interested in talking about the Steven Spielberg versus Netflix thing briefly. Yeah. So what are your, because you had said that you have some opinions on this. I have some opinions on this. So lawyer, lawyer us up. Uh, well, I mean, my, my first, I love Steven Spielberg. Like, he's, he's framed my childhood in, like, every, in every aspect. Yeah. I, like, I love Steven Spielberg. I wouldn't care about movies or any of that stuff as much if it wasn't for him. Um, so I'm always going to, like, side with him. But I kind of look at it like it, it – you know, I mean, technology is going that way, and it's so nice that you can be able to – you can make a movie so much more – easily now and get mm-hmm. it out and show it to people and people can see it not necessarily through Netflix but I mean like you got you you've got you know YouTube and you've got Twitch you got everything out there and there's so many ways to distribute it why does it have to be confined to a, to a movie theater right and the other thing is is I just got married uh, in, in June and I've got congratulations thank you and I fell ass backwards into two kids I got two stepkids nice um, they're great kids uh, but like wow does your world change and <laughs> I have not <laughs> I haven't been uh, I haven't been to a movie in a theater in a long time, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I mean it's 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 cool. I miss that. It's nice to be able to go to the theater and it's that experience. Uh, and there are some movies that actually the last movie I saw in a theater was um, uh, oh, I'm blanking. I'm having a, Infinity I'm having a day. War. Yeah, no, uh, it was uh, Phantom Menace. It was uh, with John Krasinski. It was the the oh, oh, a, oh yeah. silent um, treatment. Quiet, quiet place. Quiet place. Yes, thank you. Because I had to see Silent that in treatment. theater. I had to see that in the theater. Yeah. Um, and I actually went alone. Uh, I, I pretended like I had... I was constantly pretending like I was looking for my friends. Um, 
But uh, Dude, there's nothing wrong with going to a movie by yourself. I have the first time I ever did. They're, 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 oh. they're going to be here soon. Dude, the amount of times I've yeah. gone by myself, I'm just like, I'm going at 10 in the morning for five bucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I broke myself. that seal now. now yeah. It's, now yeah. it's yeah. easy stuff, man. But it was like, but like, I like that. I get that. But I don't really understand the ne- the need to have a movie to go to theaters to be qual- to qualify for the Oscars. So I to don't kind understand of, that. Yeah, to kind of give background to anyone who's not familiar with it, uh, Spielberg uh, has is campaigning against any movie that's not released in theaters to be um, allowed as an Oscar yeah. uh, contender in any yeah. situation. Because I think there was some hubbub about the movie Roma, which was considered, and I think it only had three weeks, I think, in a, in, in a, in a major... Very minimal. Yeah. Very, very minimal. Yeah. And um, he was upset with the fact that... Um, I think some of his arguments seemed a little weak in some cases where it was essentially like, um, what, like something like Netflix has a budget that major studios can't... You know, match which I'm like oh, doesn't seem right to me, or yeah, something along the lines right that um, something about I don't know. I, I, I'm a little fuzzy on some of his arguments, but I was like, eh, that, that doesn't seem super powerful to me because I, and because I, I think you brought up a point, and I think other people have made the same argument, which is, um, isn't the point of this is to reach an audience? You yeah. know, and it was the director of Selma and Straight Outta Compton um, said both of those movies were not available in Compton and were not available in Selma, Mississippi. Because they were, the type of their release was would not reach those places. Whereas if you can release them on Netflix, everybody you anyone has brought, access yeah. to them. Now yeah. the counter to that too is that Netflix does not release how well things do. So there's no numbers to really you know give a level mm-hmm. of success. Like you can track box office yeah. with most theatrically released movies, so you can kind of see how well they did. How that matters with Oscars, I don't know. But in general, because Netflix can be like, Bird Box is a great movie, according to what we say. And they're like, well, how good is it? Iron Fist had so many viewers. Yeah, it sure (laughs) did. You know, it's like, you guys aren't really releasing your data, so we can't really judge it. But, I mean, they're judging anyway on the quality of the movie, really. When they're actually making the decision on who gets in and who gets nominated and who doesn't. Because, I mean, we took away that, uh, what was the the popular popular category? So, like, who... who fucking cares it is yeah. about like was this was a, good a good movie yeah. Yeah. yeah which i would also argue that we need that because in in major hollywood and we've talked about this ad nauseum but in major in in mainstream hollywood the idea or the concept of the mid mid-range movie or the really like character driven uh low budget to mid budget is gone yeah. yeah like what you used to like the really good stuff of like the early 2000s the mm-hmm. 90s like some of the really like think pieces and the the stuff you're like I've never seen a story like that before those don't get made anymore because they're not blockbusters they can't capitalize yeah. off them they're not franchises they're too risky they're too risky and so this gives you know Amazon and HBO and uh, you know Amazon, H- Amazon Prime uh, Hulu and stars. Uh, yeah those all give a, a place for that and I think that is really needed like the Duplass brothers yeah like they've got a four picture deal with Netflix now mm-hmm. and I think that is the best thing yeah. that could have happened because they're gonna they're gonna pump money into them and they get to make the stories they want. Yeah, and, I know? like it. I, and really, Netflix has done that from the start, which was you know what they did with House of Cards, which was you know uh, David Fincher and those folks were like, we want to tell the story and we want to tell it our way. Mm. We're not going to do the typical pilot formula where right. it's like we're going to do this. We're like, we well, need to tell it this way. And Netflix was like, cool. And from what I've heard in general, Netflix is extremely hands-off with a lot of their stuff. Yeah, because they, they hire people they trust. Well, they believe in the product. I mean, right. Bill Burr is 
talks so much too about his animated features and stuff. How their Netflix is like, yeah, that's totally fine. I mean, look at look at the show Big Mouth. I mean, right. that's a filthy, <laughs> where, filthy yeah. show. Where else would, would that go run? Anywhere yeah. else. Nowhere. Nowhere else. And it's an amazing thing. And I've seen so many like cool, you know, some stuff that I'm not huge fans of, but like I can watch and be like, I'm cool. I'm happy this exists. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what was it the the Robert the Bruce? You know, film oh, that the, was out with yeah. Chris Pine. Still need to see that. It's fine. Yeah. But I was like, eh. it's, it's so, it was okay. Eh. But I was like, I'm so glad that this got made. Yeah. You know, like in a, in a sense of this is sort of your swords and not really swords and sandals, but it, it, it's a. It was different than what it, what Hollywood was releasing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It, it gives, yeah. You, it gives it another, you know, I'm not saying Netflix is, you know, 100% in the right here with right. what they're doing, but it's nice to be able to be like, hey, look, as a storyteller, if you have a good story, you can get it told. Right. It's yeah. kind of like how the barriers to music business over the years have gone down as, you know, people have access to their own stuff to make things and whatever. And those ideas, the gatekeepers have sort of, sort of gone away. They're still gatekeepers when it comes to filmmaking and TV shows. But nowadays, if you have a really good idea, yeah. you can put that stuff on <clears throat> YouTube. You yeah. can put that, you can self-create that stuff. There's really no reason not to do anything nowadays. Right. Because well, there's yeah. a spot for it. And that was actually what, like, that was actually the first thing I was thinking about when I was thinking, I was, you know, thinking about this whole article and the whole issue with Spielberg and Netflix is it rings to me, Spielberg's ar- argument rings to me like so much like, uh, like Metallica versus Napster. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? It, like that idea of... The old guard versus the where new. Yeah. Where the RIAA, where the recording industry was all like, yes. we're never going to make any money, we're going to lose everything, and like all yeah. these people are going to blah, blah, blah. And there was a concern, there was a general concern for a while that people, that the music industry was going was to completely collapse, nobody was going to make any money, there was going to be all these poor artists who couldn't do anything, we weren't going to have good music anymore. It figured itself out. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we got... Yeah, yeah there's still... I mean, there's I'd still argue, out, but there's some good stuff. I still argue out. it's broken. To it, I don't think it's really ever fully recovered from. But I also think it's kind of self-inflicted. Yeah. They ignored. Yeah. This, they ignored their audience. They ignored the signs, and they literally went into developing their own platforms to do this. And they're like, nah. Yeah. I, mean, I remember paying twenty dollars for a CD back then. Like, yeah. I mean, it was incredible how much money these guys were making hand over fist. Oh yeah. Poor decisions. So part of it is just like, you know, the way that happened. But with this, it's like. You know, if you have an organization like Netflix or Amazon Prime or any of those places that are like, look, we want you to tell your story. We want you to come. We want people to come and create content. Why wouldn't you? And right. why, why would whether or not you release this on Netflix or versus a theater determine whether or not you should get an Oscar? Absolutely. I mean, again, it's the quality of the movie because yeah. Roma, which never would have gotten a no. wide release, got, got a global release on Netflix. Yes. It's a foreign language, completely subtitled, black and white film with no major actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was up for a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Like that is, to me, that is in, that is pushing the fucking envelope. That's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. That's huge. Well, and then the other thing is, is, don't get me wrong. Like, like an Oscar would be a fantastic thing in the world, but that shouldn't be the goal to make a movie. No, oh, absolutely not. It's, it's, it's tell it's a story. Fantastic to win one, and but, if you do, yeah. great. But like, so why does that have to? Why why should that have to enter into the consideration? Sure, let the person make the movie, and if yeah. and then let Oscars come in and. They have a even field to, to, to analyze yeah, yeah. everything out there, and what is the best out there, not of what course. is the best that meets our meets our specific category. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering uh, if it's more of a uh, fear of change. Like I'm wondering That's if Spiel- sure yeah, it like it's Spielberg's looking at it, going like, and look, I you know I've never met the guy. I don't know what his personal what he's like personally, but like it, there's a good chance that he's like, oh shit, I don't. We've done things this way for so long. We can't. We can't possibly change this. This is going to upset and ruin my almost dynasty over this well, thing. You well, know? he. D- I mean, he is the inventor of the blockbuster. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he also there is usually money associated with winning an Oscar, like on not necessarily like congrats, you won an Oscar, here's money, but inevitably those sorts of movies will get seen more, purchased more, and things like that. And if it's done on Netflix. If someone wins a Netflix one, it's not like someone can go out and buy that. Yeah. Which means that if someone on Netflix wins that, but someone who did a theatrical release didn't, they could look at that and be like, I'm not getting that money. And these Netflix bastards stole some money. <laughs> right. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, from that end, I guess, I still think it's a weak argument because I feel like if you're a filmmaker, and especially a young filmmaker like Spielberg was at one point in time, mm-hmm. don't you want your story to be told? And well, don't you yeah. want your vision to get out there and... I know there's more cynical stuff out there where they're like, okay, Doug, there's other things happening. But I, 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 I definitely in your boat, Justin, where people are like, whoa, this is different. Yeah. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Right. I don't care. I love innovation. Fucking I, let's, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about the audience being able to hear and see these things at a, at a greater rate than a limited release. I remember you know, there were some movies I was interested in growing up, and I was like, rural Missouri ain't gonna see it. Right. You know what I mean? And right. it's like, no way, no how. And nowadays, like to, to know that... Someone in my hometown, if they were interested because they heard about Roma, they could get on Netflix and watch it. I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about like because you know Spielberg came of age, like that was it was a the, it was going to theaters and that there is something to be said about that. It's an experience and it's cool and I get his absolutely. I get where he's coming from. Uh, I mean, because talk about a guy who loves cinema. That is, yeah. you know, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's at the end of the day, things are changing. Things are going going the way they're going. Um, and I don't think the art, God, that was pretentious, I, is suffering. You know, I, I, I don't I think that that there are we're sitting here wanting for lack of good stories. Sure, absolutely. oh no, yeah. and also it's like you know when TV came out, the movie industry freaked out because they're like, oh no, absolutely, that's going to take away from the movies. When VHS came out, they're like, Same oh thing. no, we're going to lose this stuff. It's like they will adapt, they will find ways. In fact, if anything, they partner with things like Netflix. The problem is that. Companies like Netflix now are creating their own content, and they're relying less on the movie studios to then lease their stuff back out. Because, like, if you go to Netflix, most of the time it's original content. Yeah, I so mean, much of it's original content. There is a bonkers amount of original content on yes. there. Like yeah. more so, you go there, oh, yeah. and every time I go there, I'm like, how many? They, like, they, <laughs> the whole yeah. thing is just new. I'm like, wait a second. Like, where's the where's the yes. new stuff that I was looking at last week? They also have done such a wonderful job with comedians. Yes, you know, being a great place for them. Well, it's it's the new HBO, really. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. bringing back HBO used to do the the stand up specials. Yeah. Like that used to be HBO, one of HBO's cornerstones, and now Netflix is just rocking that. They, oh, they yeah. early yeah. on got guys like Joe Rogan and a whole bunch of other, Bill Burr, a whole yeah. bunch of other guys, Absolutely. and they were like, "Hey, look, come over with us." And they're like, "Okay, yeah, give it a shot." It worked out really well. Yeah, and a lot of guys have made their careers because of that. Because yeah. so again, so many more people had access to it. I found so many comedians that way. Tom Segura was one of those guys where I found him because <laughs> I, love Tom Segura. I heard him on a podcast. I'm like, oh, cool. He's got two specials. I watched him. I'm like, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. And I owe Netflix to that. And a lot of these guys have exploded because of that. Yeah. And I think that's such a cool thing that, again, I'm all about accessibility in that sort of regard. Yeah. I don't want anyone, you know, I don't want anyone to hear me say, like, artists should not get paid and compensated because they should. The people that are like, nah, I'm going to steal this. I'm going to download this. Like, look. Fucking buy your shit, yeah. all right? Buy your stuff, support your artists, support that sort of stuff. But at the same time, if you want to tell your story and you're being fairly compensated, wouldn't you want to get it to the most possible people? I know I would. Word. 
Absolutely. Uh, and there's one guaranteed way to hit the max number of people possible. And that's with an asteroid. That is <laughs> murder. Well, that was the wrong music. Hey, that's all, folks. Yeah, no, it's a pretty wide, pretty widely accepted venue. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think you're talking about a throwdown. It's a throwdown! Did we prep you for this? We did not. You did not. I didn't think we did. No. I'm confused. Get ready for the throwdown. So, Justin and I end every podcast with a throwdown. So, basically, what's about to happen is Justin's going to give us two entities. Either it's two characters or two things and the goal is that these two things enter an arena and only one leaves and we have to argue as to why past oh, examples would, oh, have okay. been like hulk versus superman oh okay uh, all right you know th- superheroes of all types some of them are a little more uh, <coughs> your 50 year old self versus your 35 year old self ah. you know it could be like the casting crew of uh you know rock of love versus uh tila tequila's uh, shot, shot of, of love shot at love yeah. yeah i miss those shows yeah right, right? Yeah. So, and Justin, I have no idea what this is, so Justin will let us know. So, uh, real quick, Angry Taco 247 uh, asked, um, he's been uh, chatting with me on here, uh, and he asked, Does it, do any of you guys like Fortnite? Uh, I have never played it, but I'm very curious about playing it. Doug, have you played it? I'm familiar with it. I have not played it, but I do follow um, the news about it, especially because it is one of those things that is actually concerning Netflix, about uh, as Netflix chooses them, sees them as a competitor. Right. And I think it's a really cool, phenomenal... My brother puts it best. My brother is a high school teacher who's very much into gaming. He's like, I don't like it, but I get why people do. There you go. It's not his cup of tea. I'm the complete opposite. My stepson plays it all the time. I don't get it. (laughs) How is it, like, it's, it? How is it different than any other shooter game that came up? Where you can now, now you can play online. I get it, and, but you do, you could do that with Halo, and you could do that with uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, this is Battle Royale. Uh, Battle bitch. Royale. And this is me. This is me being an old fart. And yeah, I don't get it. It's got like yeah, a little Doug bit of Minecraft. Give me, too. give me odd job and a golden gun, and that's the best game ever. Is that that's what makes you old I mean, now. Is, is, yeah, that's what makes you old. Is you played N sixty four. Yep. Yeah. That's Pretty what makes much, you an old yeah. person. That's. I hilarious. feel like Doug made one of the best old man statements just now. He goes, "I'm familiar with it," and. I follow the news about it. <laughs> I follow the news about how it's becoming a competitor for an online streaming I service. love Fortnite. I, I love Fortnite. <laughs> I read about it in Reuters. I want like. to, uh, I'm going to bide a little bit of time here. Angry Taco 247, uh, I want to, or anyone that's uh, watching on the stream right now, I want to put the throwdown out to you actually today. Let's see if we can get, so is, yeah, we're going to fish out there. Uh, two entities that we will argue, you put them head to head, and we have to argue who will come out the victor, uh, a.k.a. who lives and who dies. So, again, it can be uh, comic book characters, uh, fictional characters, real people, whatever it is. Uh, while the stream catches up to this, uh, we're going to banter just a little bit <laughs> and curious. see I'm curious. Uh, if Angry Taco's got any uh, any ideas. I do have uh, an idea. I had a couple ideas, but okay. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one that's geared a little bit more towards, uh, towards Adam today. Cool. Um, um, and uh, I'm assuming that the stream is caught up, so we'll just go with this here. <laughs> <laughs> we've done in the past. We've done uh, two different lawyers. Remember, we had your buddy on. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so I think we did Tom Cruise versus. Oh yeah, from the firm. From the firm versus. Uh, I can't remember who the other one was. I can't remember either. But uh, today we're going to go two styles of lawyers. Oh. Okay. So since you've had your your toe in both of these arenas. We're going to do uh, personal injury lawyers versus 
uh, commercial. Uh, oh, good god! Is it commercial? What is it? Again? Commercial lit. Commercial, commercial lit. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see commercial if, literature. If those two <laughs> if commercial commercial literature. Uh, commercial yeah. literature. So if you you put those two lawyers inside of an arena. Who's coming out on top? I can tell you whoever oh. whoever gets hurt. I can tell you who I would want to oh, yeah. to yeah. be. Uh, yeah. Uh, I gotta go with I gotta go with the personal injury attorney. Um, I feel like it's way more cutthroat, and I feel like they're going to have the survival instinct, and they're going to go places that the commercial attorney is <laughs> never going to go. Not going to see it. They're yeah. going to play. They're going to play dirty. Well, I feel like a personal injury lawyer has seen it all. Like he's seen all. They've That's seen all the injuries, point. so yeah. that they know where people can be, where the weaknesses are. <laughs> so, and nothing's really going to phase them. They're like, dude. Do you think that the Do you think that the commercial lit lawyer has any 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 benefit, any bonus, any chance of getting a strike in? I feel like it's gonna. It would be like it would just be like a, someone who's well trained and has got all you know. He's he's he's. Uh, I'm trying to go back to the, what's that Jean Claude Van Damme movie? The first one where he was um, uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Yes. Wow. I was like mind exactly. melting. Wow. There you go. Well there done. You go. There you go. You know, and, and the personal injury attorney is going to be the guy with the little crushed up pill and throw it in his eyeball. That's him. Jean Claude Van Damme probably from the skill level should win. The commercial litigation probably from the skill level should win. But. Yeah. That's where the personal injury attorney comes going because he learned it from the streets. <laughs> he learned He's it. been educated on the streets. <laughs> he learned uh, it from the streets. And then I'm going to do a real quick uh, second one, a little inside one. Uh, uh, Langston versus Woods. Who wins? Ooh, the two main characters from Woods. Chicago HR. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the old veteran. I'm going to go with Langston's going to take this. Really? Because yeah. I see Woods is like she's the uh, she's she's really you you don't know where she's coming from. You don't. I know think where there's she's a little she's there's, a wild a, there's a lot of hidden rage there. There is, but she's a wild card. But I think at the end of the day, I think she respects Langston too much to go. So you think to go she too would? Hard. She would actually. I think she'll, I think she'll lay her, her sword down. Yeah, she might. She might just fully just just maybe as soon as yeah. as soon as the fight starts, she just I can't do it and just lay her stuff down and 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 then. And then Langston well, just takes go. it up. I think that's where it's going. What do you think? The one with the with the aviator glasses will win. Perfect. They both yeah, have there that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Anyone's game. Uh, for those listening, go check out Chicago HR. Uh, you can find it on YouTube and uh, watch both seasons and tell us who you think would win. And if you don't, yes. then you will be getting a note from your real HR department because that's right. it's part of being compliant with your business. If you don't, we're going to have chunk, educational. We're going to have chunk three eighty three send you a dick pic. Mm. And then you'll really get something. We'll get something from HR in regards to that. That's right. Yes, because <laughs> that's not okay. You don't no. want that. Yeah, Adam. Thank you so much. Yeah. For being no, here. thank you. This was fun. One last Thanks time. Your last name, Adam Smestad. Smestad. So what we do at this point in time too is we also it rhymes with mustache. Got it. Uh, Mustang is what I was thinking. Rhymes yeah. with Mustang. Um, I had a nickname. People called me Mustache because they thought that was what I said when my last name was. So I was Mustache for like an entire intern summer. That makes sense. It's a rough summer. Kids used to call me Cockroach. Um, and what we like to do at this point in time is, um, you know, is there anything you've got going on that you want to promote? Any shows, books, games, anything like that that you'd like to shout out for anyone to watch, listen to, play? Uh, no, we're, I'm working on putting together a, a short film that we're hoping to shoot in the end of April and May, so keep an eye out for it. We're going to put cool. it up on, uh, I think, Indiegogo, uh, six months in 2063. Keep an eye out for it and give me money. Yay! Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's the title, six months in 2063. Yes. yes. Nice. Justin, how about you? Uh Keep an eye out for six months in 2063. <laughs> Go give him money. Uh, I know I've watched. Oh, again, Shit's Creek. I love this show. I'm oh, really, God, I'm, that show's I'm good. burning through it right now, and I yeah. fucking love it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I recommend Umbrella Academy. I finished it. It was very, very good. I enjoyed it. It was not what I expected. Um, 
It uh, it was it, what a great character study with a lot of these characters yeah. who grew up with a horrible father, and and they have special powers and how they would handle it. It's such it's very very fun. If you're expecting like a superhero like action show, it's not that. It has some of those elements, but it's very much like a personal family story. Yeah, it's really really cool. Really cool. Really well done. So it's on Netflix. Probably going to be up for an Oscar or something, and uh, you should check that out. <laughs> the it's first really TV show to ever be nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Weirder things have happened, uh, you know, like Avatar being up for best writing. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. And if you aren't watching already, we are also on Twitch. Head over to Twitch.tv/MindGapPodcast. We'll usually announce when we're going to be going live, and you guys can hop on and chat with us. Maybe uh, even early on next time, what we'll do is we'll put out the throwdown request early on. Absolutely. That way you guys can let us know if you have a throwdown you want us to do, and we'll go from there. Justin also exists digitally as well. That's right. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold. You can subscribe to us, share us. Uh, review us, rate us, do all the things that we ask you to do that take so little time on your part but mean the fucking world to us. Yeah. We appreciate that. Uh, also, 2East8th.com slash MindGap and 2East8th.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. It's another podcast to do every Monday with Milos, and it's about the bar industry, and we've got some cool guests that we've had on. Um, I will also recommend you go seek out Grub Tub Tony. That's G-R-U-B-T-U-B-T-O-N-Y, Grub Tub Tony. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> Okay, we're it's a it's a thing. I'll oh, say that it's, it's a, a thing. thing. Is it like Tub Girl, Grub Tub Tony? Okie dokie. <laughs> Is it like Lemon Party? Yeah, I was gonna say Grub Tub Tony. Okie dokie. Uh, special <laughs> thanks to uh, Chunk for sending us the dick pic yep. and for Angry uh, Taco Chunk three eighty three and Chunk Angry Taco two forty seven. Angry Taco two forty seven hung out with us for a while, so we yeah. really, really appreciate that, buddy. Thank, thank you. you, and thank you for the follow as well, and thank you for coming to a place that has no followers to give us some. Give us some love. Thank you. Appreciate that. You guys have an awesome week, and remember, go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Mind Gap Podcast.